Sota Perik Tes, Mishnah Tesvav 9.15, the last of the Masechta. And this is quite a Mishnah, very long, so much going on, it could be its own Perik. Um, so I will have to do it, you know, kind of briefing to the point, I can't explain everything, or I'd be here for an hour at least. Um, but uh, here we go. So we continue to talk about how um, things were lost over time. And here it says, Mishemes Rebbe Meir, Batlu Moshle Meshalem. When Rebbe Meir died, that was the last of the great parable teachers, meaning Rebbe Meir used to spend a great deal of time, let's say a third of every shear, um, giving Meshalem metaphorical teachings to teach parables, to explain, to understand things, and that ceased in his time when he died. Mishemes Ben Azai, Batlu Hashakadanim. When Ben Azai died, um, along with him went the notion of Shakadanim, people who were like assiduous, hardworking, relentless, un stoppable in their learning. Um, ben Azai famously was married, and but actually um, divorced his wife because he said it was, he was an onus. He pushed it, was unable to be a husband as much as, as, much as um, notwithstanding his mitzvah of having a family, Puruvu, uh, he simply couldn't. He, he couldn't. He, he was an onus. All he went through was learn morning, noon, and night. Uh, the way that the Gemara quotes him in Yivamah Samach Gimel is, like, what could I possibly do? Shenafshi chashka batora. Because all my soul wants and desires is Torah. It'll, the world can be supported, meaning Purvu can happen through others. What can I do? I'm, I'm pushing onus. I'm, it's beyond circumstance, beyond my control. So, after he died, that was he was the last of the people who could just had nothing but relentless learning forever. Mishemes ben Zoma Hadarshanim. The upon the death of Ben Zoma came to an end the great. Um, People who made drushes, um, exegetes, let's call them. Uh, famously, Benzom was the one who came to the aid of Rav Elizabeth Azaria back in the Haggadah and the end of the first parak of Brachos, giving a support that you have to mention Yitzhak Mitzrayim in the night as well. The point is that when Benzom had a drasha, everyone really respected that drasha very much because he was like the great of the Darshanim. So when he died, that was the end of that. Mishames Rabbi Hoshua, Pascha Tova Olam. When Rabbi Yeshua died, that was the end of tova, of goodness in the world. Here we're speaking about two specific features of Rabbi Yeshua's character that were extraordinary. The first is his ability to um, counsel, address, respond to heretics. Um, he was obviously a very canny, savvy, witty, clever uh, person who was able to respond to them. And because of that, um, that was great for everybody, including the heretics, right? But uh, after he died, they couldn't do that anymore, had no one to answer for him anymore. And um, second of all, he also was very savvy in terms of um, being able to navigate the political situation amongst the Romans in his time, and he was able to befriend people in the upper echelons, and he was able to give very good advice to the Jewish people and leadership regarding how to navigate the political, you know, the intrigue that was going on um, around them, and after he died, so that was lost, the good advice that he could give. Mishemes Rabban Shimon ben Gamliel Bagovai Vrabut Saros. Shimon ben Gamliel here is the second Shimon ben Gamliel. Um, so he is coming around like during and an after the the um, second great war, the Bar Kokhba revolts. He was the father of Rabbi Yudha Nasi. Rabbi Yudha Nasi was said to be born the same day that Rabbi Kiva died. That's like say 135 of the common era. Um, so when he died, the Govai, the locusts, um, became more. That's a euphemism for the 
Romans. Um, they couldn't say Romans outright because the censors wouldn't like that. They're under Roman control. But the uh, Govia locusts are like the, you know, the insects that consume everything. So they were economically denuded in the land. And Rabutzaros, like the troubles, um, got that much worse. Now, it's hard to imagine um, how things could get worse if they've already gone through the Chorban Abayas and then the Bar Kokhba revolt and it's being crushed and people being killed in Betar and Chazal emphasize both the level of those two catastrophes and they really were Turonist catastrophes. Um, so so it got worse yet. So how could that be? So one shot is like in terms of like the ability for the Torah to continue on, it got worse. Um, he was the last person to have a child who was a Tana. Rabbi Yudnasi, after that, we're left leaving the Tanai period. And Rabbi Yudnasi, you see, was grew up in a time when he thought that the Torah would be lost, and therefore he felt obliged to write it down. The famous story of Rabbi Yudnasi running down the Mishnah and so on. Um, so you see that the Tsaros, in terms of the ability to propagate the the Masorah. Mishimais Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, Pasaka Oshem and Achachamim. When Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah died, that was the end of wealth amongst the Chachamim. Now, obviously, there were individual Chachamim who were rich after that, most notably Rabiud Nasi, um, emphasized for being especially wealthy. But the point is, the phenomenon of people being both wealthy and um, Torah leaders came to an end. The last of those was Rabbi Lezben Azariah. Chazal say when he tithed his flock annually, he had a, he had 12,000 animals that were Meiser Behemoth, so meaning he had 12, 120,000 different animals um, of, each, of each, like say, cows, goats, sheep. So that's um, some serious wealth. Mishamesh Rabbi Akiva Batal Kavod HaTorah. When Rabbi Akiva died, that was the end of Kavod HaTorah. Now, here Kavod HaTorah referring to is the fact that Rabbi Akiva was able to um, explain the significance and learn out halachas from every jot and tittle, every kot shel yod, every you know, extra missing letter, added letter, every little crown on the letters. Each one was significant, and Rabbi Kiva could explain to you the significance of them. That, of course, is a tremendous cover to the Torah. Um, you'll see in a few moments that we're going to say that when Rabban Gamil died, also um, Batal covered the Torah. So you you see that the covered Torah that was lost here, just one aspect of the covered Torah, and the Chor that's true for all these things. And all these things, we're talking about some aspect of, of these various virtues that was lost, but not necessarily that all the aspects of it was lost. In any case, the Mishnah continues on and says, Misha Meis Rabbi Chanina ben Dosa, Batlu Anshe Masa. When Rabbi Chanina ben Dosa died, that was the end of the men of great deeds. These are like, I'll call them the famous miracle workers of Chazal. You have many stories in Masechus Tainus there. Um, two of the Bartanur references regarding Chanina Mendoza, I think are quite famous. One is that his daughter used vinegar in accident instead of oil for her Shabbos candles, and he said, what difference does it make the same person, the same one, Hashem, who could make the oil burn, could make the vinegar burn, and Taka, the vinegar candles burned all Shabbos, um, and similarly, another story, one of his neighbors were complaining that his goats were were eating their crops. He said, nothing doing. If they are, so let, let the wolves eat them, and if not, let them uh, let them come home from the from the pasture, if you will, and um, let them have uh, wolves on their like have wolves on their horns. And that day they came home and they had each goat had a wolf, had like two wolves, one on each horn. 
um, which obviously rather surprising, and that indicated the innocence of Rabbi Chinnah Medosa. But anyways, that's some of his miracles and many more. So after him, there were none of those like miracle workers of that nature. Mishames Rabbi Yossi Katnusa Pasku Hasidim. When Rabbi Yossi, the little, the lesser, the least, when he died, so then that was the end of the great Hasidim, um, people who were, you know, able to keep the Torah, not just every every letter of the law, but also go above and beyond the letter of the law. So, Velama Nikra Shmo Katnusa, why was he called the little, the lesser Rabbi Yossi? Shahaya Katnusan Shel Hasidim, because um, he was not only, he was not just the last of the Hasidim, he was also the least significant of them, meaning, I guess, as the bartender describes it, the Hasidus got less and less over time. The last person who was, um, could be justified in being called a, a Hasid was this Rabbi Yossi, but he was a, a, a lesser Hasid relative to who came before him, but after him, no one could really claim the title properly, or in the same way that he did. Mishames Rabban Yochanan Menzakai Batal Ziv Chachachma when Rabbi Yochanan Menzakai died, that was the end of the aura of wisdom amongst the Chazal. So there's a famous Gemara in, I think, Chavches of Sukkah that talks about how uh, Hillel Hazaken, the great Hillel, had 80 students. The greatest of them was Yonatan Menuziel. The least of the 80 was this Rabbi Yochanan Menzakai. He's the one, of course, who saved the Jewish people with Yavdan and so on in the Chorban Abayas. In any case, even though Rabbi Yochanan Menzake was the least of those 80 students, the Gemara goes on to describe everything that he had mastered, which was not just all the Torah Shabal Peh, Torah Shabachsav, Halachas, Agados, and so on, but also astronomy and mathematics, and also the secrets of the discussions between the trees and the angels and the and demons and all sorts of things. So, in short, Rabbi Yochanan Menzake kind of knew everything about everything, and he's the last one to have the aura of that kind of Chochma, knowing everything about everything. Mishames Rabban Gamliel Hazaken, when Rabban Gamliel, the elder, died. Um, this is not the Rabban Gamliel that we usually know and love in the, Gemara, in the Mishnah, who was like the counterpart with, you know, Rabbi Leazar and Rabbi Yeshua, and the first real Nasi after the after the Chorban, aside from the temporary short-term Rabban Yochum leadership period. It's not him. It's a Rabban Gamliel that was the elder, the first one, who was a one of who was the Nasi during the base of Mikdash period. Um, in his time, so when people learned Torah, they did it standing up. They learned standing up all day. Okay? After he died, so then like a certain like amount of weakness entered the Talmudim, and it was too much for them. And therefore, we put the Gemara and Megillah in the Chafalaf. Um, after his time, people would learn sitting down. That, of course, definitely took away from the Kavodah Torah. It's a different aspect of Kavodah Torah than Rabbi Kiva's loss, but it's a different one, all the rest. And also, umesa tahara ufricious. Also, um, purity and precious, um, not taking from the world anything that's not from one's avodah Hashem, I'll call it like that for now, um, also died. And if you note, this says mesa, it died. Up to now, everything else has been batel, although the virtues have been, like, annulled, but mesa means this virtue died. So, the Mephoshim speak out, because tahara and precious as abstract values uh, were not lost, and the subsequent Doros did have people who were extraordinary in their tahara or their precious. It's just that in his generation, um, when he died, when uh, Gamliel Hazakin died, so there's no one else that embodied uh, 
the Tahara and Precious like him, so there was like a break. But other people in later generations could pick it up again. Mishemais Rabbi Yishmoel ben Pavi, Batal Ziv HaKahuna. When Rabbi Yishmoel ben Pavi died, so and he was like a Kohen Gadol and he was very wealthy, and he said, um, ensure that the Kohanim were treated with um, pomp and fanfare and given plenty of food and drink and parties and all, all the rest. Um, so that created like a certain aura around the chashivas, the importance and the value of the kahuna, of the institution of Kohanim. When he died, that was no longer provided for them, and therefore like that aura um, was lost from the from the kahuna. Now, um, finally, Mishames Rebbe, when Rebbe, meaning Rebbe Yudhanasi, the author of the Mishnah, we'll call him, Batla Anava Viras Chet. That was the end of humility and fear of sin. Now, before I speak out, it's not possible that Rebbe himself, during his lifetime, talked about when he died, this was lost. That's not conceivable. And therefore, it's understood it must be his Talmidim that wrote this. That's what the Bartonura says. Telsuf Rabbi Kiva Eger suggests it was Levi specifically, um, or perhaps Barkapara who wrote this line. Um, interestingly, in the Gemara, so the Gemara that discusses this Mishnah, so we have an objection <laughs> that's raised by Rav Yosef, who says, how could you say that Anava has come to an end? You still have me, which is fascinating. And similarly, Rav Nachman said, how could you say that your has come to an end? You still have me. Um, so that's that. You see that, that there were others afterwards, but notwithstanding the Mishnah or the students of Rebbe I'm reported as such. Now with that, according to uh, many Gersaus of the Mishnayas, that's the end of Masech Sota. However, the Gersa that's in my Mishnayas, which reflects the same as what we have in the Bavli and the Yushalmi, so we'll assume that's the correct, the cor- I'll assume for now that's the correct Gersa, although you'll note the Bartanura and the Rambam and the Parish stopped commenting at this point, suggesting strongly they didn't have it in there. Girsa and didn't think it was part of the Mishnah. Um, but in any case, we'll keep on going here. Rabbi Pinchas ben Yair, the famous author of the Brisa that talks about the steps to reach the Ruch HaKodesh and beyond, and like that's the sort of the building blocks, the stepping stones of the Mesil Sasharm. So he also said, Mishachar Besa Mikdash Boshu Chaverim Uvenei Chorin. Since the Besa Mikdash has been destroyed, the Chaverim and Bnei Choron are now ashamed. What is this referring to? So Chaverim are people who like are at the top of the social totem pole because of their of a meritocracy. They're the ones who are the not just the Talmud Chacham, but they've accepted upon themselves to ensure everything, like that their tithing is done properly and so on. So they're like the by virtue of their decisions and their and their extreme, you know, Yashras, they were the top of society. And Bnei Choron means people whose lineage is pure, they're not descended from slaves and so on. They're like sort of, that's kind of like nature and nurture. These people were born um, with like a pristine pedigree. And again, for those reasons, they should be considered to be important in you know, the top of the social poto- social totem pole. And yet now they are ashamed. V'chafu rosham. They like walk, you know, shamefaced. This is a sort of a paraphrase, if you will, from Haman and what happened to him and Esther. V'nedadlu anshe maase. And the great men now are like withering away, impoverished. And who's like now become on top of the pile, who's now the powerful people? Um, the, that's Gavru. It's the Bali Zro and Bali Lushan, literally people who have, you know, arms and tongues. But the point is people who are able to exert force, like mafia style force, to get themselves where they want to go, meaning to the top of the top of socioeconomic 
stratum, and also bali lushan, people who have a sharp tongue, I'll call it, liars, slanderers, you know, uh, uh, people who are able to essentially um, get what they want through manipulating people. So those people now are the ones who are who are running the show instead of people who should be. Vein doresh, vein mavakish, vein shoel. And there's nobody who doresh, who demands alpidin, like in a bezdin, so to speak, like to stop this. This is just simply unjust, and we need to now restore justice to society. Vein mavakish, and no one even like sort of pleads based not on alpidin, but on just as rachamim and chesed and rachamim that we, you know, please return us to a more, you know, just society. This is terrible. Vein shoel, and nobody even asks, meaning no one even. Everyone's so complacent and so accepting of this new reality. No one's even asking, like, what's going on here? Well, this doesn't make any sense. Why should it be that, you know, the good people are on the bottom and the bad people are on top? Um, that's the way of the world. Not not unfamiliar with what's going on in our world today. I'll, and therefore, says the Mishnah, So who could be our support in such a situation? Who can we turn to? Only to our Father in Heaven. Um, there's no one to turn to except for our Father in Heaven. You know, this is so, in my mind, this is like, you know, when you're a child and you're playing with your, your big brother and he takes your ice cream, then you get very upset. You have someone to turn to. You turn to your parents say, listen, Mommy, this is not fair. And Mommy intercedes to make sure that justice is done and you get your, your you know, your treat back again. But uh, if there is no Mommy, it's a very frustrating situation. You feel like there's obviously something unjust, happen- unjust happening and you have no way to redress the injustice. So the Mishnah is saying here, yes, that was the situation in the society. There was no one, no authority to turn to who could address society's ills. And therefore, the only person you can look to to support is your father, not your physical father, but your father, Sheba Shemaim in heaven. Says the Mishnah further, Rabbi Eliezer Gadol Omer. This is the old good old-fashioned Rabbi Eliezer throughout the Mishnayas, Rabbi Eliezer ben Herkonus. I'm here, sometimes referred to as Eliezer Hagadol. Okay, fine, but he was one of those five Talmidim of Rabbi Yochan ben Zakkai. And he said, Since the day that the base Mikdash was destroyed, Shiro, okay, so he's speaking in Aramaic. So, here he says, Shiro Chachamaya Lemehavi Kasafariah, which means the Chachamim, those are the Chachamaya, have now been reduced to being like Kasafariah, like um, Beit Sefer teachers, you know, school teachers. No longer like big rabbanim are now like school teachers, so a big step down. The safariya kachazanaya and the school teachers who know a little bit now have been degraded to being like chazanaya. Chazanaya, we saw actually in the seventh parak of here in Sukkah, that was the chazan who was not even the god by the base of the basic nesses, I should say, but he functioned like the the the, the beetle. Just he was in charge of making sure the doors were locked and the sefer Torah was put away and stuff like that. So the func- he was like a doer at least. That's something. Even though he's not a chacham, he doesn't know much, but he does stuff. The Chazanaya Ka'amada'ara. And the Chazanaya, the people who at least were doing simple things to be functionaries to make sure that the Jewish society worked properly, have been reduced to being like Ameha'ara, Ameha'amaratim, Ameha'arats, simple people who kind of don't know or do anything. Va'amada'ara, and the simple people who didn't, before, didn't know anything or didn't do anything much, anyways, Azla Venizdaldla, they just are like withering away, starving, withering, you know, spiritually in decline. And there is nobody who even inquires to, you know, to redress the situation, even based just on, on mercy from the society around them, the, the leadership. So therefore, so who can we turn to? Who can support us if there's no authority to turn to? On our Father in Heaven. 
And finally, says the Mishnah, this is, a, I think, quite a famous Mishnah, talking about the the birth pangs of Mashiach. It says, Be'ikvos Mashiach. In the days that lead up to the Mashiach, like the, right, the period right before Mashiach's arrival, and Akev is like a heel, like it's the bottom part of the lowest part of the generation, but it's like the on the heels of Mashiach's arrival. Chutzpah Yisgei. Um, chutzpah, you know, chutzpah is like temerity, you know, uh, brazenness will explode, it will proliferate. V'yoker Ya'amir. And everything will become very expensive. Extreme inflation. Hagef and Tita Imperia. The grape vines will be productive, giving fruit, and there'll be, there'll be, in terms of supply, there'll be plenty wine to go around, and yet still, wine will be expensive because demand for alcohol, for wine drinking, will totally outstrip supply, so that will push up the prices anyways, because people are just into the vices, like getting drunk. And the leadership itself, the government, will switch over to being one that supports heresy. And no one will be able, willing, effectively to give any kind of tochacha or proof. Everyone who says, you know, this is unjust, the response will be, well, look at you, you're also a bad guy, look what you do. Everyone will be, everyone will be bad like that. The place which was like the base of Midrash, where people used to learn, Rashi learned also that it's, like this was, this was, typically outside of city limits, because just was, you know, real estate was cheaper out there, so it was a little out the way, they, they now were, Instead of being Bate Midrash for learning, there were places where people met, you know, with harlots and so. Vahagalil Yecherav, Vahagavlan Yashom, sorry, Yishom. Um, these Galil is you know, the northern part of Israel, and Gavlan, another place in northern Israel, like in the Lebanese border. Um, Yishom, Yecherav means, you know, will be decimated, and Yeshom will be desolate. And the men, the people who live on the border towns of Israel, within the sovereign Israel, what was sovereign Israel, will now be like wandering around from city to city, looking for either for money, financial support, or for safety because of the neighbors, you know, harassing them, different pshatim, but they won't find it. And the rabbis, the, the wisdom, the, the sofrim of the rabbis, right? So, chachma sofrim, the wisdom that the rabbis had, Tisrach will, will spoil, go rotten, because no one's using it, no one's asking them, they're not learning, they're running from pillar to post. And people who are who are you know fear sin uh, will be um, disgusting, that's what I'm shot, like Maus, they'll be disgusting in the eyes of everyone else to think that, you know, who are you to be so pious? And we'll discuss, instead of being a virtue, it'll be like a, a crime to be fearful of doing the wrong thing. Uh, another shot is that they'll sort of melt away. Like they'll, they know, they themselves will, will melt away. And truth will be, you know, scattered and hard, hard to come across, like a lesson of, of Eder, like a flock, the, the little flocks of rabbis will be in little places out of town, but it won't, they won't be present in town, around, easy to find and spread, you know, informing the people. Na'arim pnezekenim yalbinu, young people will humiliate, mortify their elders. Zekenim ya'amdu bipnei ketanim, and the elderly will end up standing up in honor of the young. Ben minavel av, the child, the son, will degrade his father. Bas kamam bi'ima, and uh, the the daughter will like um, humiliate her mother, 
Kala Bechamosa. And like the daughter-in-law will humiliate her mother-in-law. Oive Ish Ancheveso. And people's um people's and like they're the members of your own household, your own family members, they'll be your enemies. They'll turn one against the other. You know, every Shabbos tale will be a war zone attacking the parents and against the fellow family members. So that last couple of phrases, if you will, um, starting from Ben Menavelav up to what I just read now, Oive Ish Anche, sorry, Oive Ish So that's almost a direct quote, very, basically a direct quote from a Pazik and Micha. So that's what's a little poetic. Pene hador kefne hakelev, says the Mishnah, the face of a generation in the generation immediately prior to the coming of the Mashiach will be like the face of a dog, meaning their disposition, the countenance of the people will be one of chutzpah and, and brazenness. Um, some point out that, you know, the pene hador is meant to be like the leadership, the face of the generation is like the leadership, and it'll be like a kelev, and they're the ones who'll be brazen. Um, Rav a fascinating, beautiful shot that um, Rav Elchanan Wasserman brings um, from the Chavetz Chaim. It's the Chavetz Chaim said that since the, the, the Pnei Ador is a leadership and the dog is always looking back at its master to see if it's going for a walk, is his master following him? So so to the leadership, instead of leading as they should, we'll spend their time looking back to see what the masses want them to do and say instead of instead of leading, they'll sort of be effectively following, you know, trying to appease and... and uh, you know, and 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 just be liked, whatever the story is, like a dog. Haben eno mezbayesh me'aviv. A child will not be, you know, embarrassed before his father to do whatever the heck is inappropriate. Val mi yesh lan And with all this terrible things happening in the ikvaz of the Meshicha, who will we have to turn to to support us? Alavinu shebashamayim, only our Father in Heaven. And with that... We finish Mesecha Sota, Hadronalach Mesecha Sota, Rachashem, and next is Mesechas Gitin.